This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. One pick in the NHL draft, but the minute can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make him need to run. Love him every trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shine with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. And welcome. You've made it to another Monday morning. DiPietro Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN. We love our football Mondays, although there are not that many left. Next weekend, football Monday. Then, I don't know what we're going to do. But we'll worry about that in a couple weeks. I say good morning on this frigidly cold Monday to my partner in crime, Rick DiPietro. Good morning, Rick. That's kind of morbid, no? What's morbid? You made it. You made it to another Monday. Well, yeah. You know what? <laughs> it's kind of morbid. Congratulations to you. You made it through the weekend. You made it to another Monday. <laughs> it's yeah. That's just what everyone's looking forward to is another Monday. Well, I didn't say you're looking forward to it, but you made it. <laughs> you made, congratulations. You're what do you alive. want me to say? Um, I mean, no, how, how about the people that didn't you... make it? How about the people that are that are not with us anymore because well, the weekend got the best of them? Well, they're not going to be listening to the show, are they? Exactly. So I'm welcoming the people that did make it. I, I don't know. There's plenty of things that he could have congratulated. RJ, uh, he's still standing. I mean, I don't understand our text chain. I don't get it. What you I, don't I mean, I, I hate it. I despise it. Why? I don't want to be a part of it. Oh, then, then, then bow out, but why? I wish I could. Why? I created it. I wish I could. What do you mean, why? There's one person on the show that we all want to see. There's one person on this show, if you put a poll up right now, that people want to see nude on the billboard, and it's you. You and only you, and I got these jack wagons on our group chat congratulating you for a 3-0 week. 3-0? Yeah, well, I, I can't, I can't help it that when the chips are down, that's when I do my best work. Champion, <laughs> champion. I went 3-0. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, congratulations to you, too. Crickets. And I was shunned yesterday. How were you shunned? Well, why does it take so long to make your picks on Friday, Rick? I'll tell you why. Because I went against the family. And you know what? It bit me right in the ass. It was a mistake. A mistake? You went 3-0. Right. 3-0. I also went 0-1 in the house because kids show up downstairs. Wife dresses them, all bucked out. Rocco's running around with his Tampa Bay Buccaneers helmet. My in-laws won't talk to me because I'm, I'm actively rooting for Detroit to win and cover. It's not nice in my house yesterday. Well, you know, People that's, were what you upset. Gotta, that's what you got to deal with. People are upset, but I told them, listen, you know I'm in it to win it. I'll root for whoever I want to root for. Did you catch Raymond in the picks? Oh, yeah. You, did you pass him? Uh, no, because we both had the Chiefs. We're tied. You're Beat tied. It. Three games to go, and you're tied. All tied up. You know who else is tied? Uh, no, because RJ has more ties, actually. Wins-wise, yes, w- but RJ still that, has but, the tiebreaker. Right, but I caught him with wins. Ha, what a loser you are, you bleep. RJ had an 0-3 week. He went 3-0. Sure, it's unbelievable. Sure did. He was so confident. Oh, the Niners are just going to bludgeon the Packers and get out of our way. And now you're stepping up in class. Oh, boy. That was a dicey game on Saturday night. Yeah. I mean, dicey. I mean, I don't think, RJ, you can tell us, did you take any enjoyment out of that game at all? No. Didn't wake up excited or happy Sunday. Not happy now. And you're right. I, I will own that. Now, if you had told me Debo would get hurt, 
I'm not saying they win the game at double digits. I think it's. I don't know if it's as dicey as it was, but that's. I will say this, Brock Purdy. I God, I hope the weather's better on Sunday. And two, that's about as bad as, as kind of Kyle Shanahan's been. And how often have you heard me hear uh, heard me hear me be critical of Shanahan? Almost never. Well, I, I guess the good thing is is you played probably as bad a game as you possibly could, and you still won, right? So that 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 I think is a sign of a good team, actually, in some weird way. But I I'll tell you, man, and it's not to give you a hard time. This is just honestly genuine. I I, I think the Niners got lucky, like lucky, like that spot in the first half. I thought was bad. I thought that was a first down. Um, I thought they got screwed out of at least three points, maybe even more there. I just, the, the missed field goal. I mean, my God, missing, I mean, 40, think of what the kickers meant this weekend and how they really just, just hemorrhaged away, you know, possible victories for their teams. I mean, Tyler Bass, you had that. And then, uh, Carlson, you had that just, wow. I, I, I was very, and again, they won and that's great. It could be totally different this week against the lions. And they're, I think a heavy favorite in this game, but I came away very unimpressed with the Niners on Saturday night. Yeah, but to RJ's point, I mean, and RJ, you're not wrong. You better hope like hell it doesn't rain because Brock Purdy is clearly not comfortable throwing a wet football. Like at one point, I'm sure you guys have seen the clip already where he has the ball in his in his right hand, moves it to his left hand so he can wipe his right hand off and then puts it back in his hand to throw it. Like he clearly looked uncomfortable. I, I'm with you. I don't think Kyle Shanahan was great either, but two things. Weather and you better hope like hell that Debo Samuel can play in that game because that offense changed when he went out. He's like he is. He is a big part of that offense. McCaffrey's McCaffrey's awesome, but awesome. I could make the argument too, though. Oh, maybe I'll try to make RJ feel better. To be to be zero thirty in that spot, trailing by seven or more in the fourth quarter, and find a way in the playoffs to come back and finally get your first win. I don't know. Maybe that does something for you. You know, it's a close, hard fought game. Didn't play your best football, but to your point, Dave, good teams find ways to yeah. win. Maybe that pays off now in the in the NFC Championship game against the good Detroit Lions team. I guess. Uh, yeah. No. Listen. I. I. You survived in advance, right? That's what this is. Can, can you win? They won. They did what they had to do. In doing it, it was not attractive. Like I don't know. I would think that you feel differently today about the Ravens than you do about the San Francisco 49ers. That would be my. That would be my right. Thought. Well, I mean, because like, let's face it. I mean, it was the game was tied, right? The Ravens Texans game was tied. At the half, yeah. At the half. I think we all, I mean, I think there was some question going into our picks on Friday, like three weeks off. You haven't competed in three weeks. Will there be any any rush? Yeah, you're healthy, but how long will it take you to get out of the gates and get your game back? Ravens in the second half figured it out. Not to mention the fact that Houston, with all the pre-snap penalties and every other freaking thing. I mean, false starts. Um, it's a young team, uh, but Baltimore figured it out. I'm not. I, listen, I don't disagree with you, plus the fact that San Francisco got shma- smashed by Baltimore during the regular season. And Detroit's a good team. Like Detroit, the Detroit's offensive line is good, really good. Got banged up yesterday, though. Got banged up. Jameer Gibbs is an absolute stud. He, he's better than Montgomery. He's a home run hitter. He's a, he's a really right. really good running back. Oh, his ability out of the backfield too to catch to catch the ball. Uh, Laporta, I give that guy credit, man. When you saw his knee, the way he went down when he hurt himself to be back and playing this well after that knee injury, and then St. Brown, and Golf didn't turn the ball over. That's the biggest thing for them. Golf played uh, Golf played clean. And Detroit's a great story, man. I can't imagine like, like the the dichotomy between how you must feel as a Lions fan and that that grown man crying after the Bills lost. After the Bills lost, I don't blame that guy. Oh come on! Uh, what do you mean? Come on! It can't be. It can't be weeping in the stands. You, you have to sit, you wait till you get into your it's car. Every it's Rick. It's every year. It's I know. Every year they find a <laughs> new and inventive way to to lose these games. 
Yeah, you know what's crazy though is this is this is Kansas City's sixth straight AFC Championship game. Mahomes is he's been to the AFC Championship game every year, right? Yeah, uh, six straight years. Yeah, uh, unbelievable. Well, dude, it's like I mean the offense didn't look right the entire season. Now all of a sudden. First first playoff game against Miami. Offense looked better. It kind of stalled out in the red zone. And now watching, I mean, watching him and Josh Allen go back and forth, man. And the fact that now you got Pacheco who can run the football. Kelsey He's had a good. couple touchdowns. He runs like a like a madman. I I thought the biggest the biggest thing, I mean, a couple things in that game too, is the uh, the awful. When I don't they checked into it or whatever, but that that awful fifth fourth and five fake punt oh. with Demar Hamlin was an oh. atrocity. Oh, I mean, what are, you, what are you doing? And then you give I, I <laughs> Andy Reid is so smart, but he has the he has the occasion where he pisses me off. McCall Hartman already had fumbled the ball in the second quarter, and you got lucky to get it back. And now to go in for the touchdown after that stupid uh, the fake punt, you give it back to Hartman. Oh, what does he do? He fumbles into the in, into the end zone for the touchback. Yeah, I mean, let, let's let's be fair. He's not very good. No, like, he stinks. I, I he, you can't play McCall Hartman. I know that he was there prior, and you brought him back, and he's got a ton of speed, but no. Nah. I think I, uh, you're right. He fumbled twice yesterday. And every time sec- he has the ball in his hands, it gets me nervous. Uh, well, because, and rightfully so, because every, almost every time he has the ball in his hands, he fumbles it. That was a great game, though. That was a great football game. That was an amazing football game. And then you had at the end, it's, I mean, what was it, second and nine? And you had Josh Allen with a couple chances. Like he had digs wide open. Second and nine, he had digs wide open over the middle. Decides to throw it into the end zone. And then he had Sh- Shakir wide open for a touchdown. Right. And then he also had, he could have got, I mean, he's trying to score the touchdown. and leaves it up to the kicker, and the kicker, uh, not an easy place to kick, right? But still. Not an easy place to kick, and, and the weather certainly, but uh, come on. You you got to make that kick. Uh, well, yeah, well, that's the difference, though. I mean, in, in all these games, you can't make mistakes. All it takes is one mistake. All it takes is one, uh, it's a lack of execution. It can It can kill you in these games. Good weekend of football, though. Last weekend, I thought kind of sucked. This weekend, I thought it was really good. Uh, this weekend was, well, this is your favorite weekend, right? You love divisional round weekend. Well, how could you not? Because now, now you get the best teams playing, too, right? You don't just get the, the second-tier teams. You get all the elite teams. I mean, I, Ravens-Texans gave you, I mean, it was a, a really good first half. And, and, yeah, second half was a runaway. The night game was amazing. I thought it was a phenomenal football game. The first game yesterday had so much juice, and the Lions are such a great story. And then the second game yesterday, I thought was the the game of the weekend. Yeah, I thought it was a great weekend of football. Yeah, we deserved it. It was it was definitely a. Uh, I mean, you had what five of the what first six games weren't very good. So to get all four being good games, outside of maybe the second half of the like you mentioned the Baltimore game, but I mean, I was I was nervous for RJ because I don't think I don't think we, I think we would have lost them. I really do. Oh, and I and I think rightfully so. I, I, I think rightfully so. He was so confident on Friday. It's like, not, not even a question. I'm going to give you, Dave, you're down three. I control the board, and I'm going to give you a, an hour into the show. I'm going to give you one of my picks. Niners smash Packers. Yeah, there it and is. I, didn't, I didn't love that game. I thought the Niners would win. I thought they would win easier, but, but double digits is a, is a big number, and boy, wow. I, I, will, I will tell you, though, and, and they were laughing about it. I don't find any comedy in, in what Greenlaw was doing. Catch the football. Oh, get down and go down. Oh, like they're like, oh, it's so. Oh, well, he wanted to pick six, and yeah, it's all fun and games. Could you imagine what happens if he fumbled the ball there and it went back to the Packers? I'm a Jets fan, remember? Yeah, I could imagine. <laughs> I mean, what? But they all, oh, he wanted the touchdown, and he, it's he was running for seven extra seconds. He was killing clock, and it's like, no, no, none of that was funny. Get the football and go down for God's sakes, right? 
because today hasn't really been our day. This has not gone as, as according to plan. Right. I mean, you're lucky to be out of the first half down uh, up 7-6. I, do you feel, I feel like, I mean, RJ, you feel like your team won or Green Bay lost that game? Green Bay lost. Yeah. Green Bay was not ready for the moment. Which, which is fine. I mean, you, you move on, and that's the only thing that matters. They couldn't be not ready for the moment a week earlier? <laughs> I mean, come on. We, we want to talk about feeling lucky. Who, the, the, who'd you rather? The would, would you the rather earlier wasn't even competitive? Would, would you rather be RJ or would you rather be me right now? Well, no, I'd rather. I'd uh, rather be okay. RJ. Okay. Now they were ready. They came ready to play. That's different than not being ready for the moment. In my mind, when that game got tight, Jordan Love all of a sudden. Listen, the the last interception was horrifying. The first one was horrendous. As was yes, the tip ball. But he he was missing throws. He was making all day. So and and then the kick, which changed everything. But no, you're right. I I got to eat it today. Now, if if you, I wish I could eat it as my team is on the way to the NFC Championship. Game. Well, I was confident. I actually had people. Looks like you have no problem eating it. <laughs> I I had people reach out like I've never <laughs> I've never heard you this confident, and this is the first time I've been that I've been this confident. Never been this wrong. So I can't believe you guys are trying to make RJ feel humble for for no. winning. Like, no, no, I just feel bad. I'm trying to make him feel I humble. Feel no, I didn't enjoy he it. He carpe omnia the whole thing. <laughs> no, I've I've been this confident before, Dave. The year they went, the last time they went to the Super Bowl, I texted you at halftime. I said this game is over, and you you said the same thing. Like, how could you say? I'm like, I feel like I have a pretty good gauge on my team. I was wrong. I was wrong, and the. I wanted to write off the Cleveland game of Brock Purdy not being able to handle the rain as a one-off. He can't play in the rain. He can't handle what football. It's too waterlogged. It's too heavy. It changes his accuracy. He's aiming the ball, not throwing it. So I, that is now stamped in my mind as a, a huge red flag. And Debo, that stat that everyone loves, when Debo, McCaffrey, and Trent Williams, it's not when they play. It's games they start and finish. And he played, what, four snaps? So, yeah, you advance, but got lucky. Uh, I totally agree with you. I just felt bad you couldn't enjoy yourself because you were so, I mean, you were so just vocally oh, stop, confident stop, about it. Stop it. I'm not even sure I'm going to enjoy the NFC Championship, even if they win. Because if they fall short here, you would, you both would agree, right? Still a failure. Huge failure. Yeah. So I'm not sure there's a ton of fun to be had. I, I, listen, I, I understand that. This is a nice matchup, though. Well, it's better than Tampa Bay. No, I don't even mean that. You mean uh, advantageous like, matchup for them? I mean, this is a game you should win. You say that, though, but, I mean, you, Aaron Jones ran the ball against this team. Their offensive line is really good. I know they're banged up, but their offensive line is really good. I, I don't know, understand why Tampa didn't blitz more, but... Lions are not a great football team. The Lions are a pretty damn good football team. They're good. Yeah, but they're I mean, going to roll into San Francisco believing they're going to the Super Bowl. Well, you can't lose this game. And they did win. I mean, I know San Francisco played a meaningless Week 18. They won as many games as the Niners. Like it's it's time. The, the the moment to take them serious is right now. I got some good players, man. No, I, I get it. I, I don't know. I just look at these two teams and I see the Niners as by far the better football team. I think that was a one-off. You had a, you had a bad game. I think the Niners are clearly the better football team. I well, hope. Listen, listen, a game like that is just in my in my opinion, like having having been on some some good teams that kind of you you step on the ice and you think you're just you're you're that much better than other teams. Sometimes it's good to get humbled once in a while. Like, hey, we can't just show up. And maybe right. some of it was rust to start the game, but like, we got to make sure that we're doing all the things that we normally would do. Like, and, McCaffrey, McCaffrey was talking about it after the game too. He said like, it just didn't. Something about the game didn't feel. Or our game was was off. Yeah, so, what, so, what was off was him not getting the ball. To right. win a game when you don't feel like you played very well is a nice place to be. 
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. You made it to this Monday. By the way, it couldn't have been scripted any better. The uh, the party I went to on Saturday night and my lack of a score heading into uh, coming home on Saturday evening. Was so no perfect. one broke the uh, perfect the waiver. Yeah, no one broke the waiver. You had a couple of people that thought they were funny, and they're like, you know, like nine forty five, ten o'clock. Want me to? I know the score. Want me to tell you the score? I was like, don't don't be an ass. No, don't tell me the score. Well, they understand. You should have said, yeah, you have five hundred bucks. No, just, no, just stop playing games. It's not funny. There's no comedy. They're like, I was, I was so well behaved. Like my maturity level during the event was unbelievable. I, 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 I signed off to the group chat. I was like, I'm done. I turned my phone off. I texted the kids. I said, if anything happens, you need either of us. Text mom. I'm out. And I did not turn my phone back on until the game was over at like one o'clock in the morning for me. Well, did you have a good time though? I don't care if you were mature. Did you have a good time? Did you enjoy I, yourself? I mean, it's it's very foreign for me. Like, I was <sighs> sitting there talking to people. It's like, did, I never, ever do that. It's very foreign. Like, like not there was not one play during the course of the entire season, the 18 weeks of the playoffs or anything, that I missed of a game. So, it, I, I mean, did I have... Yeah, I had a good time in a very odd situation for me. I, I mean, Rick, I never ever miss a play, never miss a game. So the fact that I'm taping this thing, it was very weird for me.
I understand it, and I appreciate that you're kind of taking steps towards being kind of more normal with your social life. Yeah, it's one, I your, think... it's one of your best buddies. He accommodated you. Well, the least you could do is is enjoy yourself. Yeah, I think I had a good time. All right, I bl- I believe so. Well, I want to know from Sherry when she wakes up. I want you to text her. Did you think Dave enjoyed him? Like, did Dave have a good time? Is what well, I she's always know. awake. She's awake now. I'm sure. Well, ask her because she like you can't judge if you. Well, she's if you listening were fun. to you. Why do you 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 ask the question, oh, yeah. Sherry? I want to know if Dave had a good time. If you, more importantly, you had a good time. It's if Sherry, nice to get a nice out to get a nice night out together. It was, and she looked beautiful, and it was a nice restaurant, and and it was a private room. You should have seen me leaving though, because there was there was a TV at the bar. We had a private room, and it was it was enclosed, and there was no chance of getting hit with the score. But as I left to go from the private room to the front door of the restaurant. I put my hands over, oh, no. over my ears and I walked out. I was like, la, 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 la. And I, and I rushed to the, to the door. Oh. Yeah. And as I gave my, my valet ticket to the valet, I said, uh, here's the car. Don't tell me the score of the game, please. I love how you just assume that everybody at the restaurant well, party. That, I think you have to go. Th- I think you have to take those precautions. I'm Is sure right? nobody would have, but I, I, well, God forbid. Like I, see, here's the thing. And you don't realize how much you, you actually have to do. I took every single precaution, like things you wouldn't even have to think about. So when I set the DVR at home, right, I set the DVR. Do you want to extend the time? It's a live event. Yes, the extra 30 minutes. And then I turn the TV onto HBO. Because if you, if you leave it on ESPN or a local channel, there's a chance when you put it on to, to watch the game, in, in uh, you know on tape that all of a sudden you're you're hit with the score so I got to do that then we get into the car we get to the restaurant what do I do I turn the radio off off because we get back I mean I have our station on so what happens if I get back into the car after the game and now you know it's like Sports Center all night oh what a game Packers find their way whatever so you got to do that then you got to make sure that everybody you're going to come in contact with knows you cannot know the score of the game there's a lot of work that goes into this. Very smart. Listen, I give you credit. You dotted every I, you crossed every T. Like you were not going to find like, out the, the score of that game. If I was this buttoned up with just, just everything? Could you imagine? No. You have been getting to the show a lot earlier. I mean, it's it's like three or four minutes earlier, but that for you is a lot. In the 40s. Yeah, which is wild. I know, right? Listen, you're, you're, a, uh, you're a work in progress. I think we all understand that, but I think we're taking, we're taking steps, real steps. I mean, you're you're definitely coming out of your uh, shell a little bit. I wasn't really in a shell, was I? Well, but I mean, if you're just not going out ever because you got to catch every play of every football game, even when it's not your own team, right? Like the fact that you went to your buddy's party, had a, I guess, a good night. I did. I didn't drink though. You didn't have you love. You didn't have one gin and tonic. Nothing, huh? Nothing. No, wow. too too stressed with the whole thing. I want to stay really on a on a too high stressed. level of. I, it's, it's stressful you're for an me. Idiot. But Sherry drank. Like and I though. What? It's not even your team. Oh, it was my team. There's no way I would have gone. Well, I think we all recognize that. Uh, there's, 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 there's zero chance I would have gone if it was my team. Doesn't matter. I, did, I, I want to watch the game. I know you want to watch the game, but, it, I mean, sometimes you have to sacrifice a little bit for the people that you love. And then, uh, and then uh, you know, Alex was home, and he was watching it, so I, I come into the house, and I, was, you know, I told him, I was like, mute that thing. I'm running right upstairs. There's <laughs> a 50-year-old man. 50-year-old man. Covering his ears and going, la, 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 la. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should have seen me leaving. You should have seen the looks I got leaving the restaurant. <laughs> R- running running from, r- literally, literally, running from the private room to the front door, 
hands over my ears, la 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 la, la, la like running out. Oh, like by the, the way, so everyone, so everyone on this show knows. I don't know if you guys heard or not. I just want to let this uh, be clear to everybody because we have a uh, full week now of we'll have Rex on today, but there might be some temptation getting ourselves geared up for the uh, AFC and NFC championship games to have maybe uh, some NFL guests on this week. Mike Tannenbaum been suspended indefinitely. He's a bad person, huh? He's a rat. So you know, I suspended him. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. What 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 did he what did he do now? He, uh, he brought up the, he brought up the pickleball game on the K show. And he's talking trash, and I heard it. I was in the car, so I suspended him. And then he texts me. He's like, "He's like suspension, really? He's like only because I like you too much to ban you, right? So, so any other person would be banned, yeah, for life. Wow, but I couldn't do it because I like him. Yeah, so. I, I agree. All right, let's get to some of the calls. Uh, we've missed this guy. I'm, I'm glad it sounds like he's doing okay. Let's go over to Israel and bring in Yov. Good morning, Yov. How you doing, buddy? Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Ricky. Listen, I'm. Home so after Andre Day, I was in the military, and the first thing I hear when I turn in this show, Dave, you turn into completely different man. What happens to you? You missing a division division round playoff matchup? What? Well, here in my defense, I didn't I didn't miss it. I taped it and. It Dave, was. Dave, it was. You didn't watch it live. I didn't want. No, yo, you're right. I didn't watch it live. I didn't watch it live. You missed it. I don't listen. I didn't. I didn't listen to the show for such a long time, and this is the first, the first thing I hearing. Dave went completely different. Listen, Dave. I always looked up to you, and I saw you like you know, like you were one of mine because we have the same standard. We never miss game. And listen, man, I don't know after this. I don't know, man. I'm very disappointed. You see, Rick, I'm disappointing Yov. Yeah, but just think of all the people that you made happy. Your your buddy, your wife. I mean, you made a lot but of yo, people yo, happy. But yo, can I can I explain what it was my, my probably one of my oldest friends. We've been friends since we're like like he had this fiftieth birthday party, and and at, he went up there and he addressed everyone, and he said, you know, I have friends from you know time I'm eight years old. That was me. Like I was his his longest standing friend at at the uh, at the party. You don't have a little respect that I went. Listen, Dave. I'm all, all kidding aside. I'm I'm very I'm very happy you went because if there's one thing I learned d- during this time that I have been going through, that v- football aside, like you you gotta take fr- take care of your friends because because that's that's life, man. Friends and family become come first be- before everything. And uh, listen, I'm I'm kind of upset and and uh, you know look down on you. And on the other end, I'm very happy and proud of you because you have been maturing. And taking the right step to being a normal person, but you kind of been changed. You kind of been changed, Dave. I, I don't know, Yov, that I'm ever going to be that that normal person. Um, but listen, man, we, we think about you all the time, and I'm glad that you're checking in. And uh, don't be a stranger. Whenever you get an opportunity to call and check in and tell us you're okay and catch up and have fun, we would like to hear from you. Of course, Dave. And uh, listen, I, f- I think I'm going to call a little bit more often this time because I'm back home after. A long, long time, and uh, it's good to be home and good to be, talk to you. And just so you know, guys, I've always been thinking you, you're part of my life. You will always be. I told everybody who I fought with about you and your story, and you make, you make me feel good in such bad times because I was thinking on on story that happens in the show, and I appreciate you, and I love you every, every, every single person on this show. Wow. Well, thank you, Jovan. God, that's... 
That's some serious stuff that we're dealing with here, but I'm, I'm glad that he is okay, and, and thank you for the call. And I do want to hear from him and, and continuously, and I'm glad that he made it through his tour of duty. But boy, oh boy, that's, that's real life right there, huh? Yeah, that's real life, and that means more than Yov will, will ever know to hear stuff like that because, I mean, you lose track. And I understand. I mean, it's jarring to think that you're actually morphing yourself into a, a real human being, like yeah. an adult. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe right before everyone's eyes, I am actually changing. Yeah, it only took 50 years. Who would have thunk it? Well, I, I wouldn't go crazy, though. I, I don't think this is going to be like a regular thing. <laughs> All of a sudden, now you're just a willy. Maybe, maybe you decide to go out there in the uh, championship games this weekend. Yeah. You know, anybody want to make plans? Go to the ballet. I'll tape it. And then we'll come back and I'll watch it later that night. <laughs> Dave, what did you think of the game last night? Didn't watch I haven't it watched yet. it Ta- yet. I'm going to get to it, though. <laughs> Taped I'm it. going to get to it. No, it was really, really, really odd. Really odd. You should have heard me making conversation. Oh, what's what's Rick really like? Is he a good guy? How are the guys? What is it like? Da, 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 da. Meanwhile, the entire time, like, I wish I was on my couch. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I wanted. But that's you know what? Enough. Sometimes you have to take one for the team, and, and that's what I did. And it paid off in going 3-0 on my football picks this weekend. 3-0. Yeah, I know. We all got the, I got the text messages. Everyone's yeah, sorry. congratulating you for some reason. Sorry. I went three, you know, RJ went three. I'm back. I'm back. You are, you're back in a big way. Only issue, though, is I think I control the board. That's fine. Oh, this is going to be good. Three games left all tied up. That's right. All right. Yeah, let, let, so, so, but hold on. You're tied up for last, and Santi and I are tied up for first. Right. So it's a, it's a battle to the end. Three games left. All will matter. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. If you're a Bills fan, how do you get out of bed this morning? Well, I don't think you do. I mean, do you, do you just rap under the covers all day and call in and say, I can't cut? What do you think the production level of Buffalo workers are today? I would say, I would say... None, right? No. I mean, there'll be some people that just, they man up and go to, and woman up and go to work. But, like, if I was on that team right now, production level zero. Zero. And the thing is, you you haven't even had the buffer, right? What the, 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 the kick was missed. The game ended at what time? Like 9.45? Yeah, I don't know. That might be a, I don't know whether I'm going to go, I would go just abuse myself with fast food. Or I would just go out and drink my sorrows away all night. Oh. The, the, those and I know that you're you're a Jets fan. You probably take enjoyment in in Buffalo blowing it like that. But man, I feel bad for those people. They sit out there. It's like four degrees. It's freezing. The shirts are off. They're dealing with Kansas City. The toe to toe. Allen plays a great game. You're right there. The kicker misses the the field goal, and you lose by three. Well, I think the question they're asking themselves is, if not now, when? Like, when is this going to happen? We finally had the game at home. It's Patrick Mahomes' first road playoff game, and I'm sure right. that was something. I was listening to, you know, Alex Smith. Um, do the pregame, sh- not the pregame show, but uh, NFL Countdown, and he was saying, like, just the way that Patrick Mahomes is wired, this is something that he's probably thought about all week and using this as motivation. Like, hey, what are you going to, you going to tell, I've won two Super Bowls, and all of a sudden now a road playoff game is going to be too big for me? Come on. The guys, I mean, think about this. Patrick Mahomes has gone to more championship games, like conference championship games, than, than the Giants have in the history of their franchise. Yeah, so since 2018, Chiefs have 13 playoff wins. No other team has more than seven. I mean, he and Kelsey are now the you know the the number one 
yep. quarterback to receiver combination for touchdowns in, in postseason history. Like, they're unbelievable. And you know what the funny thing is? This is a down year for them. Like, this is a down year for Kansas well, City, and they're still sitting here in the AFC Championship game. Hold on now. I, I mean, you say that, and the offense has, I mean, struggle with the wide receivers and everything else, drop passes, yes, but... I mean, we did say on Friday. I mean, this is the best defense he ever had that he's ever had, and they can now run the football. Sure, but I mean, they did not have their normal great regular season. Yeah, which is a testament to how great I think. I mean, at first how that defense is played. And on top of that, they always have Patrick Mahomes, so you always have a chance, right? I mean, you saw yeah, two of the best sure. quarterbacks go at it. Rice has turned himself into a stud. Yep. Kelsey's still a stud. Pacheco's a stud. Mahomes is a stud. They find a way. I mean, they, they went up and down the field yesterday on that Bills defense. Uh, well, that, it's a that remarkable defense, performance. Right, but that Bills defense is, well, is all banged itself. up. Yes. Yeah, it's all banged up. But still, I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I just, I feel badly for Buffalo. It's the same thing every single year. Yeah, well, at least they're in the playoffs. I mean, feel bad for me. I've been in the playoffs in 13 seasons. Feel bad for me. I do feel badly Cry for you. Cry for me. Stop looking for all the credit and all, all the, the... I don't want the credit. All, all the, the, you know, heartstrings pulled for you. I, I can feel bad for you, and I can feel bad for Buffalo also. Yeah, but you should really feel bad for me. Who cares Why? about Buffalo? How about me? I feel bad for me. Well, Why do I have to feel bad selfish. for you? Because I haven't been in the playoffs in 13 seasons. That's Whose fault is that? It's, I, I can go down the list of people whose fault it is. Okay. So, you know what? Get a competent regime, and you'll go to the postseason. You know what? I can't control that, all right? I can't. I At least my hockey team Buffalo. hired a new coach. Today's not about you. Why does everything have to be about you? Today's not about you. It's about Buffalo. It's about the fact that they lost, that RJ has friends, that he doesn't know if they're all right or not. He knows they're fine. He does not know. He has a friend that I like very much, Perna, and Perna has not been heard of from since the end of the game last night. I don't know. That's troubling. I didn't know that. Yeah. RJ, is that true? We can't find Perna? I, I mean... He went to the game, so I know there was eyes on him as recently as, you know, last night, 10, 11 o'clock. But, you know, things in Buffalo go squirrely. I, I don't know what could happen. You could lose people to the night. Do you think Perna went out and really was going after it hard after that game last night? I don't know. What do you do if you're Buffalo? I mean, oh. like, the the narrative today will be, oh, things need to change. Like, what? You gonna, You're going to fire Sean McDermott? Is that the answer? Well, how, how can you, I mean... You you were a missed field goal away from potentially going to the AFC Championship game. You get to fire the coach. Yeah, but it's it's kind of like that Green Bay syndrome on on a higher scale. They can't beat Kansas City in the postseason. They've beat them in the regular season, but this was the game, was it not? Like you're home. You guys said it. It's kind of a down year for the Chiefs, and still. Yeah, I mean, you won six straight going into this game. I mean, I don't know. The offenses look better with Joe Brady. Uh, your defense was banged up. I don't. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I mean, look look at the defensive players they didn't have in that game. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's part of the, the problem with what happened yesterday. I thought Josh Allen played really well. I mean, he had a couple throws there. I mean, at the end that he could have made, he decided not to. He took shots into the end zone. I mean, a couple drops. I mean, that, that I mean, there are throws he makes that are just perfect throws. Went to Sherfield that went through. I mean. Went through his arms. On the bomb, Diggs, had yeah. a ch- Diggs had a chance at one. How, how about that throw? It's funny. I see people. To Shakir on the pot at the pile. Oh, my God. What a throw that is. On third and, and goal from the 13-yard line, and he hits him, and he gets the knee down. Like, Josh Allen does things that even Patrick Mahomes can't do. Mahomes right. is awesome. And then, and then today, of course, King Troll at the station decides today is the day that he's going to troll Bills fans and go after, go after Josh Allen today. 
Not me. No, the king of all trolls, Ty Butler. Today is the day he's going to choose. Wait, to, he to went speak. after Josh Allen? No, it's yeah. The whole it's it's like this is <laughs> this is like the uh, let's take shots at Josh Allen today. Yeah, I don't I don't see that. I thought he was great yesterday. Josh Allen's a stud, man. I don't I like I don't know what else to tell you. There's no I mean, team that relies on their quarterback more than the Bills of Josh Allen. Right. None. Well, I mean, they the the emergence of James Cook has been has been huge for them, but sure. I just like you get stuck in these. Unfortunately for Josh Allen and the Bills, I mean, you're stuck at a time now where you have Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. All right, like I mean, the history of of sports, you always have that one team, right? They kind of just it, it can't take that next step because there's a this great team that they can't get. It's by. like it's like Ewing with the Bulls, right? I mean, and Carmelone with the Bulls and Charles Barkley with the Bulls. It's like there is this this monster in the AFC. Yeah, I was one of the stats after the game was the Bills have Buffalo has fifty eight regular season wins over the last five seasons, tied for the most by a team to not make the Super Bowl. I, I think it would be. I mean, they they rebounded amazingly. They, I thought they played a, a they had a good postseason. I think it'd be extremely short sighted to move on unless you can get, you know, and I don't think you're not going to get Belichick. You get no, I don't Rabel. think they're going to move. I I would be hard pressed to think they're going to move on, especially when you see Josh Allen and what this offense has done with Joe Brady now. So what are you going to do by fire the coaching staff and bring in a new new coach, new system? I I, I guess you could. I, I think it would be very short sighted to do that. I mean. Steph Diggs, for some reason, for whatever reason, since Brady's taken over, has not been no, he was nearly not as explosive. No, not 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 at all. Not at all. Football Mondays, by the way, brought to you by Slowman's. Call 100-ALARM-ME to learn how you can have the Slowman Shield professionally installed for free. Slowman's, the difference is human. And they played that game with that, you know, uh, Gabe Davis. and Yeah, uh, both, the, both their linebackers. And the best corner was out. Yeah, a good, I mean, they, they, good football team. Right, that's why I was surprised. I mean, I, I guess the game's at home, but I mean, that number being three going into yesterday after all the injuries that they sustained in that that first playoff game. But well, they they were home, and I think a lot of people looked at this and said Kansas City is not as good as they've been, and this is their first test on the road. And you know, it's it's basically they're saying it's a it's a pick 'em game. Uh, if this were on a neutral field, I, I didn't think the spread was was out. Outrageous in any stretch. No, but anytime I get, I mean, I gave you the number. What has Mahomes been? A, he's been a dog. It was ten times going to that game. And he was eight, one and one. Yep. I just have a hard time believing that, like, all of a sudden, for a guy who's won two Super Bowls, is going to be overwhelmed by being on the road. Uh no, nothing was overwhelming. And the thing is, the weather wasn't going to overwhelm them because they just played in one of the coldest games you've ever seen. The moment's not going to be too big for them. And you know, the truth is, their kicker is better than than Tyler Bass, and that was a huge, huge piece in that game. Right, and I think the question was, I mean, Kelsey hasn't been as good this season, right? He's been part of the problem, and he has the two touchdowns. Like, just, I mean, they, who's going to make the mistakes? So, and you could tell at certain points of that game, like, both quarterbacks recognize, like, I cannot make a mistake. Because if someone makes a mistake, it's going to cost us the game. Right. It was almost like you're watching tennis. Like, you got to hold your serve. you got to go, and you got to score. Then they're going to go, and they're going to score. Then you got to go, and you got to score. And the first team to kind of, I thought, I, I, the, the thing that I did have a problem with, I know that was awful, and it didn't cost them. Was that and you mentioned earlier that that fake punt that was disgusting. Yeah, it was brutal. I mean, what do you what do you do? You, your entire season is hanging in the balance, and you're running that play. I would I would feel better if they're like, you know, we're just gonna we're gonna go for it. We're going to put our heads down, fourth and five, and go for it. That play call was horrendous. Yeah, it was brutal. It was not a good play call, and luckily for them, they didn't pay for it because McCole Hardman fumbled through the end zone. 
which I hate the rule, but still, you got to know better than that. Though. I mean, you're down to the one yard line. Protect he's, the football. He's, he's, and by the way, who was right on that? The group chat starts furiously, like, oh, he's going to be down. It's not going to be overturned. I said, I saw a fumble. Moments Don't later. say group chat. It was your best friend that decided. He always wants to be like the rules group expert. Group chat. Every, every, John was chiming in, and Raymond's chiming in, and I think this, and I think that. And I said, I see fumble. And I believe it was, won't be overturned, because they already called it you know, down on the field. I see fumble. And I was right. Wait, that was John that said that. It was not me. I don't even think anybody said it, would, it won't be overturned. John said it. Yes, he did. He said, John, I think the call on the field would stand either way. Yeah. Right. Well, that's not overturned. Isn't that exactly what that is? Yes, that's exactly what that is. Arguing semantics. <laughs> I was so no, disgusted by that How is that semantics? Chat, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, I was actually surprised in the, uh, in the Tampa-Detroit game that Detroit didn't challenge that uh, Mayfield sat where, where Shin was down, but they didn't challenge Oh, it. yeah, and then they got the, the touch end and the screen pass on the next play. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't challenge that. Uh, that was bad. It was, I mean, that's bad. It was clearly his, his shin was down or his calf was down. Then you would have had you've been back to the 23-yard line. Yeah, which would have changed the play call and everything else. But Well, you know what? They still won. So you, it's hard to, hard to whine about that. You, you know what my issue is? And I know that it's what you're supposed to do. I'll I, go for two. I don't like it. I know you don't like it. Was it the decision to go for two or was it the play call that you didn't like? No, I, the play, I don't have an issue with the play call. I mean, Mike Evans got to fight back to try to get that pass interference call. But I just, I go I go for one. I cut it to seven. And then the next time I go for one again and I send that game to overtime. Well, that's the thought, though, is that you don't have to send the game to overtime. Well, now you're I'm... Still, if you now, miss it, you'll still have a chance. But now that I missed the first one, I have to hit the second one just to send the game to overtime. Right, but you'd still only have to score twice. Right. right. The thought, I mean, first of all, the kick is not its not a chip shot kick anymore. So the thought it is, it, I get the two-point conversion here, I score a touchdown, I I win. I don't like it. And maybe I'm wrong with it, and Troy went over all the, the numbers and how it makes sense to do it. But he's like, it's a 55% chance you're going to hit the two-point conversion, 95% chance you're going to hit the kick. Go for the kick, No. Well, I don't. I didn't love the play call, and I get what you're saying because I got a phone call immediately after that happened. My father-in-law was screaming and swearing, referees suck and everything else. But he just kept backpedaling. Like he didn't. He didn't actually stop and create enough contact. But I didn't. I didn't necessarily love the play call. I get why. I mean, in theory, you get. You only have to score twice to to win. But right. So you go for two. You hit it. You're down six. Then you score the touchdown. You kick the extra point, and now you're winning. Yeah. And. I mean, Detroit's at home, so I don't know. I didn't love the play call, and I understand too. Like, it's kind of as excited you as excited as you are about scoring a touchdown. There is kind of like the the disappointment of not converting the two point conversion. Sure, and it kind of gives. Then it also gives Detroit, you know, Detroit a little life. Hey, we. You know what I get- like about the Lions though is that that they are aggressive. Like they they are not trying to milk the clock and bring it on home. They are playing to so you don't get the football back. All right, which is how you should play. I love it. I mean, they uh, outside of, I mean, what, start the second half, they had the first possession, they go three and out, and then they score, boom, 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 three straight touchdowns. Right down the field. It's a good offense. As long as golf doesn't turn the football over, that's a good offense. It is a good offense. Let's go to Ira in Staten Island. Say good morning. Hi, Ira. You're on 98.7. Hey, Rick. Hey, you know, Dave, just you all with the Eagles and the Cowboys, I was thrilled that the Bills lost especially all the years of the abuse taken up by some of those fans up there. 
I'm glad that they actually had the heartbreak loss that they did. And it showed their character when they start throwing stuff at the chief players. But we get into the game. First of all, Andy, Andy Reid got off the hook because that was a ridiculous play call when you're down there. You know, the, the one that he went with Hardman. But the thing that was so weird about that game is that both offenses are just marching up and down the field. And in crunch time, with about 10 minutes to go, all of a sudden, teams can't move the ball and they're punting. So I, I, I think, quite frankly, I think the Bills are the better team. I think the Chiefs, they walked away with one. I think RJ with the uh, Packers, I think he uh, got away with one. And as for that um, two-point conversion, Dave, I agree with you 100%. Um, you could take all this analytic crap, throw it out the window, because I think that's why coaches get themselves into trouble. I'm sorry. At that stage, I'm kicking the extra point. And then if I happen to tie it up and go into overtime, so be it. I'm not going to put it where I get down there and then the two-point conversion is going to make where I win or lose the game. Yeah, I, I listen, obviously I agree with you, and thanks for the call. They're, they're going to just – this is solely an analytical statistical issue, is that they figure out that there's a better chance you're going to hit one of the twos and, and then kick the extra point the next time. But you've got to hit the first one. If you don't hit the first one, now you're chasing – and you got to hit the second one, but I guess that's what the numbers tell you, and that's what the coaches do. Well, yeah. Well, think about the. I mean, think of the analytics on it, right? So it's a what fifty fifty five percent chance you're going to get the two point conversion. So that's if you what do they it, said, yeah. if you do it twice, you'll get it once. Right, but but odds are you do it twice, you're only going to hit one, right? Yeah, right. So you hit the first one. Now you got to do is kick the extra point. Right, but if you miss the first one, now you're chasing on the second one. Right, uh, but I you would, only I have to score. But you only have to score twice to win. Right. If you just kick, boom extra points now you have to score a third time to win right but i i would just say this if you if you kick the extra point score again kick the extra point you were down 14 points you've now tied it up i would say now you have all the momentum going into whatever into the game or, or overtime or whatever it is yeah i understand what you're saying but there's a reason why all these analytics yeah i get it exist well, it, it didn't it didn't really matter they well, the other thing, too, is, well, anyway. here's the other thing, too, though, is you got to understand, like, part of the reason why analytics are so heavily relied on is, and why a lot of teams really embrace it, is because when all of a sudden now you have to sit down with ownership, whoever, and explain your decision, you have numbers to, like, no, I right. had a feeling. Well, what kind of feeling? Now I have, listen, these are the numbers. This is why we did it. Right. And they can understand it. I, I, I don't have to go searching. I have the hard numbers that I can just put right in front of you. I agree. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.